Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck is everybody doing today? My goodness gracious, it's got to be another wild day. If you're living on planet Earth, that's to be sure. We've got all the uh, coronavirus scaring uh, people, all kinds of unemployment benefits here. Um, we're running out of... Uh, uh, in different places are running out of equipment. There's the problem with the elderly. And uh, just when you think uh, things are dipping a little bit and, and getting a little bit better, and they are in certain places, thanks go thank goodness for that, uh, here you go. Uh, one of the important areas that's uh, that has really been overlooked until pretty much today, uh, you know, maybe the, uh, a couple of days ago, I know I was talking about it on one of the shows I was doing last week, on the virus is people in prison you know people in prison and uh, my lord have mercy what spurred this with me i was uh you know thinking of doing a show um and i'll mention them today on other you know the coronavirus takes over everything in the news it seems uh, it has its tentacles wrapped around every single aspect of our lives right now so it's hard to dissociate um you know, other things going on from this stuff with the coronavirus. And one of the things that I was interested in is what the heck has happened to Harvey Weinstein, uh, you know, Michael Avenatti, you know, the lawyer for Stormy Daniels who got either convicted or is uh, going to go to trial and is, is in the slammer. And uh, Michael Cohen, you know, the uh, lawyer for the president, uh, he was uh, put in jail in uh uh, I think it was March of last year. My God, he's he's coming up or whenever he was put in jail but quite a while ago. So you've got these big celebrity figures um, that have gone to jail, including um, former Giants wide receiver Mark Ingram. Uh, he's in the slammer, I guess. And uh, you've got quite a bunch of, uh, you know, famous people who've uh, just recently, like I said, gone into jail. And then you have this thing, this pandemic hit. And it, it takes you into the whole realm of the prison system. And I have a, a, a friend who is a corrections officer who is retiring actually this month. And, uh, you know, who is actually starting a very creative business. I hope that he'll be on the show here with uh, some of the former inmates of uh, the prison to, uh, you know, help people not get involved. You know, help people who've been in prison uh, not return to it. And have really uh, great, meaningful employment, and you know, be involved in a kind of employee-owned business. So, uh, you know, there are good things, uh, you know, that can be done while in prison, and for 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 people in jail, even though it's a horrible place. And people do come out uh, many times, all the better uh, for having gone in. Is that the vast majority? No, I, I'm a realistic person. I wouldn't say that. And I, I think the prison system is, is pretty crazy to begin with, having worked in it many, many years ago. But uh, all that aside, when you've got all these people locked down in prisons, man, you talk about being in a confined space and in a, in a, in a real lockdown situation uh, with people. Where, where are you going to move these people? When people get sick, what are you going to do with them? Are you going to, you know, when you take a prisoner and you put them in a regular hospital outside of the prison hospital, if they have a prison hospital, you know, or an infirmary, 
in that particular prison, it takes a, a lot of supervision. It takes a lot of staff to watch people. Uh, you know, when, when people are sick, you have to worry about escaping. You have to worry about all kinds of other things. The legal ramifications of that. Uh, it's, it's definitely not a joke. And, uh, you know, uh, one, you, you, I just keep looking at articles like prisons and jails across the U.S. are turning into petri dishes. Uh, you know, is uh, you know a reputable article uh, out there? You know, for the coronavirus, the coronavirus in federal prisons. Uh, federal prisons—they're wrestling the rapid spread of this coronavirus at more than two dozen facilities across the country. And uh, this is not only with the prisoners, but this is also with the corrections officers and and all that other kind of stuff. California prisons. Uh, you know, uh, uh, is um, uh, a crazy situation. And uh, the Bureau of Prisons itself is monitoring the spread of, you know, the COVID-19 virus right across the board, you know, with with this particular thing. And, you know, people don't realize that, uh, the vast majority of folks, the United States, like it's leading in, you know, the number of cases in COVID-19, we have the most people in prison in the world. You know, we have the most number of people in prison in the world. And uh, one of the things that people are finding out is that prisons breed the coronavirus. And one of the, um, one of the things uh, that have come up with as a solution uh, for this particular problem is that people who are nonviolent people in prison should be let out of prison. You know, they should, they should, you know, be put under house arrest or wear an ankle bracelet or do probation or something else. The point being is it's not worth all the money, the risk to their life, the risk to other people's life, the spread of the disease to have those uh, people in prison. It serves no purpose. Uh, but the question is, can you do that safely? And what do you think about that? Uh, the, the Bureau of Prisons says that thousands of in, inmates, people for nonviolent offense, offenses uh, and people who were medically vulnerable or people who, uh, um, you know, those who are near the end of their, their sentence or eligible for parole, things like that. Can't we safely free them? Can't we get them out of this particular situations? You know, so it's, it's something that's really important. Uh, you, you know, because um, studies are being done on this all the way back to March. And one of the things that people are saying is when you take the coronavirus and you take a prison, this is a toxic combination. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said, Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at 
Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling with Reality on all major podcast outlets. You know, uh, things like hand washing and sanitizers may make people on the outside like us feel safer. But in prison, those things, they're just not possible to do on those levels. I mean, you, you, you know, you cannot give all these uh, hand sanitizers to prisoners and a lot of the other things uh, that you or I use, because a lot of these things can be, um, you know, turned into um, things that can hurt uh, fellow prisoners. Uh, They can hurt, uh, you know, corrections officers because these guys are prisoners because they're criminals. Or have the potential to do that. Uh, think of these things, hand sanitizers, all those other kinds of things. Uh, a lot of the other things, um, they all have alcohol in them or other kinds of things. Sanitation issues uh, in prison, they're all gang style. And I don't mean like a gang, like a, like, a, like a Crip or Blood gang. I mean, they're gang like gang toilets, gang showers. Uh, you know, uh, there are things where large numbers of people, like in the military, um, you know, in colleges years ago. That's why things like encephalitis used to be, uh, you know, very da- dangerous. The other thing is that in prison, uh, there's all kinds of contraband kinds of things that come in. And uh, they come into the prison in a crazy variety of ways. And when they come into the prison, they're not being brought in under sterile conditions. Either people by either the people bringing them in, whether it's people who work at the prison, the corrections officers. I mean that that's notorious. You know, how do you think all those drugs get in there, or all those things get in there? You know, they come in from someplace. You know, so uh, these are these are big, big, big issues for that. The other thing is, there's a whole bunch of people in prison that are awaiting sentencing or are awaiting trials or they're in or, or they're in lockdown situations or in prison type of situations with these same circumstances there and there's another thing i mean if you're awaiting uh, a trial for some kind of uh, you know non crime or something like that and you're put into the slammer to wait it and you catch corona you know it's almost like a guaranteed kind of a thing what the heck is the point in that is that a reasonable thing? You know, a lot of other people say, well, the hell with them. You know, they're prisoners, whatever. Not a good thing. Something to think about. Uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, I was doing a show uh, with a colleague last week, and we were talking about how the world is going to be or what have we learned, um, you know, from the coronavirus. Will the world ever be the same? Well, you can see the systems that are broken. And what's coming out now is all the minorities uh, and people who don't have money, uh, people in the lower uh, classes, as they used to say, or lower economic strata, or the social, the SES, the social economic strata, uh, the lower it goes, the higher the death rates are, regardless of their percentage of the population. So Hispanics, I think, from what I saw the other day, Hispanics are the largest number of people dying uh, compared to their, you know, percentage of population in the United States, followed by people of color, by by African Americans. 
they're dying at higher rates than they are the percentage, those two groups, then uh, Caucasian or white people in America are, uh, are dying at a less rate than they are compared to the population. I think it was like 27% compared to like 34% of the population. And then Asian Americans, excuse me, uh, had the best, they had the best rate of survival, you know, compared to the, uh, their percentage of, uh, of the population. So it's a, it's a crazy thing. It's a racial thing. It's a money thing. It's the care and the medical attention and the mental, emotional, and physical well-being of people before this pandemic. Then the people who go to jail are under stress. They're in all these crazy conditions that you take it another step down. And then if you're a person awaiting something, I mean, you know, there are innocent people in there too uh, who are accused of something that they're not going to get convicted of. And boom, they don't have the money to make the bail or whatever. They're waiting in there and they could have a death sentence on them. So it's a very strange thing. And uh, with all the these high, high numbers, again, of, uh, of people in prison who don't necessarily need to be there, uh, it's another crazy piece of this uh, of this big puzzle of the pandemic and all these crazy things that are going on that we're discovering when this is happening. And again, what's going to happen, like again, to a guy like Michael Cohn, who is a lawyer for the President of the United States, you know, he does what he does, he gets three or four years, goes in during a pandemic. Harvey uh, Weinstein, boom, you know, he's a uh, sexual predator. He's going in for 23 years. Excuse me. God bless me. And, uh, you know, then you have Michael Avenatti, I guess he got uh, in trouble for being an extortion or a bunco artist or whatever it is. He's going in. What about guys like that? These white, you know, well, not Harvey Weinstein. That's, uh, you know, he is a whole other bag of beans. But the other guys are, uh, you know, different kinds of crimes. And what about white collar criminals? You know, bank fraud or income tax evasion and whatever it is. Did they, you know, if they go to jail, do they deserve a death sentence for that? It's a lot of stuff to consider. It's a lot of stuff to consider. So anyway, I thought you might find that is an interesting show. I did. And uh, something to keep an eye on because I'm, I'm sure it's going to take a, a low profile in the news. But it's going to have a big effect on a lot of, on a lot of people. Because again, we have several million people in the prison system in this country. And it's a big, big industry with prison guards and privately owned uh, prisons or operated prisons and things like that. So it's, uh, it'll be interesting times, to say the least. Well, folks, with that, I'm going to stay safe so long for today. I hope everybody stays safe and we will have uh, an interesting uh, and a great show for you coming up for Sunday. Got several topics out there that should be... Uh, be a, a pretty, pretty, pretty darn fascinating to you. Okay, so we'll catch you later. And if you're interested, uh, you know, uh, you could do us a favor uh, with the show and rate and review the show. And how about subscribing to the show? That's a really great idea. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can get me, Stan Wangland, at uh, either Twitter, or it's just S Wangland, or you can get me at S W A N G L U N D at gmail.com. 
I'll catch you on the flip-flop. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also, you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S. Wanglin. That's at S. Wanglin. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.